Welcome to the Old School Meeting of Overeaters Anonymous, which features speakers with long-term abstinence. This meeting was born online, and it's going to stay that way. That means you can attend live on Tuesday evenings at 6.30 Pacific if you'd like to. Go to the Los Angeles Intergroup's webpage at oalaig.org for login information. And now, our speaker. My name is Jeff. I'm a compulsive overeater and a 100-pounder, and uh, thank you so much for asking me to be your leader. And I must admit, uh, I just celebrated my uh, fifth, I'm sorry, let's start that again. I just celebrated my 12th birthday on July 5th, and uh, I am very intimidated by this room because there's people with 117 years of abstinence out there, uh, and uh, it's, uh, and a lot of them were here the first time I came through, so why don't I start very quickly with that. I found the program in the late 80s, sometime 88, 89, somewhere 87, somewhere in there. Uh, And uh, I met a lot of the people who were on. Uh, Zan was around, Jack, uh, Carl, uh, you know, a bunch of people. I don't mean to single. Lonnie was there, you know, uh, Seppi was around, Terrell was there, you know, and I got to know all of these people. But I really didn't work the program. I worked the rooms and I went on a diet with group support and I lost 75 or 80 pounds. I was about 275 when I came in. Uh, I met a girl and left because that's what I wanted. I wanted to be thin and attached. Uh, and I got both of those things. And I, as uh, my good friend, our good friend Harlan says, I you know, graduated and heard the graduation song, which is Welcome to McDonald's. May I take your order, please? And I was off and running and I put that 70 pounds on with about another 50 pounds of friends. Uh, and I got up to 339 pounds was my high weight, uh, and uh, was not a very pleasant experience, needless to say. Um, you know, I was thinking today, what what uh, what was I going to say about this? And I'll just tell you uh, two quick things because I don't really love the fatalogs, you know, and the foodalogs, uh, because we all experienced it, and it, you know, it, you know, it's it was it's, it was not an easy thing to go through. My, you know, I thought I was hiding it from everyone. Now, I had a 56-inch waist. I wore a size 62 jacket. I wore a 3X shirt, but I was hiding it from it. I, I used to eat these powdered donuts that come in either a sleeve or a bag. So I'd buy two bags and, you know, a diet soda, of course, and I would take them into my car. And by the time I was done, I, it looked like my, it snowed on my shirt and my car with all this powdered sugar all over me. But I'd brush it off, and the streaks would be, and I, would, I thought, I, and I would hide the bags, because I thought I was hiding it from them. Um, and, and the other thing I wanted to say is, you know, I want to kind of you know, juxtapose, uh, and forgive me for jumping around a little bit, juxtapose what it was like to what it's like now. In the five years before I came into program, I probably visited the emergency room six or seven times uh, with, uh, you know, uh, Fear of heart attack, vertigo, dizziness, stomach issues, you know, all sorts of maladies. Uh, I haven't been to the emergency room once uh, since I've joined program, and uh, and my medical markers are completely down the middle, you know, to the point where the doctors do double checks on some of my tests because they find it hard to believe that a 62-year-old guy is going to have these these medical uh, markers. Uh, and the other thing is when I came into the program, I had about uh, somewhere around a 500 credit score, which if you know anything about credit scores, is pretty damn bad. Uh, and I just leased the car a couple of weeks ago, 
And uh, when they, the guy walked in and said, you have a 786 credit rating. Uh, that's And I, I was like, how did that happen? Because I didn't do anything to get that credit rating. I didn't go to a credit reporting agency. I didn't work at it. I just lived my life through the 12 steps of this program. And my health, my financial health, my physical health, my attitude towards life is all a complete 180 from when I walked in the door. I walked in the door because I was about to get the gastric bypass, and I was told I needed to see a therapist. So I reached out to a guy I knew from back in the day who was in these rooms and is in this room right now, actually. Uh, and I asked him uh, to see me professionally, and uh, he uh, refused to do that. But he agreed to see me for coffee. Uh, and he, uh, he uh, I can't say Eskimo anymore, I'm told. So he gently brought me back in to the rooms before I got the surgery uh, because he told me I was going to need it one way or the other, and I am absolutely certain that he was right. Uh, and he saved my life. He saved my life because uh, I, I'm quite sure I would be dead right now. So that's what it was like. What happened, I just told you. But the, So I, I agreed to try to try again and go to Serenity Sunday. Uh, and the difference is that uh, Serenity Sunday, for those of you from out of town, is a big meeting in Beverly Hills. And I, I walked into Serenity Sunday. Before I walked in, I put my hand on the door. And here's the difference between the first time and this time. I said, God, I got no business talking to you. I really don't have a lot of practice talking to you. I don't really believe in you. Uh, you know, I was a hedge your bed agnostic. Uh, and, uh, you know, but you know what? I'm going to ask you, even though I haven't been a good child or a good son, I'm going to ask you if you can please help me to not compulsively eat today. And then I walked in the meeting. Uh, and I didn't compulsively eat that day. So the next morning I said, what the hell, I'll give it a try. So I said, hey, God, you know, again, not really, you know, not your star pupil, but uh, could you help me to not compulsively overeat today? And I didn't have to compulsively overeat that day. And that's about 4,000 days ago. And uh, I say it every morning. First thing I say when I wake up is thank you, God, for giving me another day on this side of the planet. And if you could please, I would appreciate it if you could stop, if you could help me to not compulsively overeat today. And for 4,000 days, every time I've asked, I have been granted that gift. And everything I have here has been a gift. So I came in and, you know, I started to work the steps. It was just that simple. I mean, I made a list of foods that I couldn't eat, right, my red light foods. Uh, we're going to eat three meals a day and a fruit snack, and off I went. And I lost six pounds in the first month. Now, when you're 339 pounds and you lose six pounds in a month, that is not a satisfying moment. Uh, and so I said to my sponsor, I need, you know, what's going on? Just stay, stay the course. Next uh, month, I lost six pounds. And I'm, again, you know, I was 12 pounds. Every month for 18 months, I lost six pounds. Every month. It got to be a joke when I would step on the scales like, oh, all right, God, tell me another one. It's going to be six pounds, and it would be six pounds. It was, you know, on a digital scale. I'm not, you know, fudging this at all. Uh, but you know what? It was frustrating for a few months, and then it just was what it was, and I haven't put those pounds back on, which is a new experience for me because I never lost weight without gaining weight back. And, and I, I must admit, I did gain a little weight back, and I'm going to talk about that in a little while about, you know, uh, 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 you know after I got to a point, I, I started to eat a little bit more than I needed to. But I want to talk about 
what happened, which was, you know, the only difference between the first time and this time and any, all the other failed attempts, the thousands and thousands and thousands of failed attempts, uh, was that I asked for spiritual help. I asked for God's help. Uh, and then I had to, now I'm talking to God, I better develop a relationship with God, right? But the first thing I need to do is admit that I'm powerless over food. And the dictionary definition of admit is to come to the truth with reluctance. And, you, you know, I don't think any of us skipped our way in here. And if you did, please let me know. But, uh, you know, this is not, you know, this is a, uh, this is simple but not easy. This isn't a diet. This isn't, you know, a shot. It's not a pill. It's, it's changing everything. It's smashing my old ideas. You know, I didn't really understand what the word smashing meant until about year six or seven. So in the beginning, I was blissfully ignorant of, of the fact that I needed to smash all my old ideas. Um, but I, I, I came to that admission uh, because I fought the battle thousands of times and lost every one of them. Every single one. So I surrendered. I surrendered. That was it. And then I had to come to believe in a power greater than myself. I went down to the beach. To, I told the waves to stop. They wouldn't. I told the earth to stop turning so I wouldn't get cold because it was nighttime. It was almost you know, 12 years ago to the day. And uh, it, the earth didn't stop turning. Uh, I was broke when I came in here. I asked the grass to stop growing so I wouldn't have to pay the gardener. That didn't work. So I realized there's literally thousands of things that I'm powerless of. Somebody, something has that power, but it ain't me. And that was a start. And from there, I worked on developing, actually developing a relationship with, with my higher power, who I call God, but I don't personify. You know, I heard Richie back in the day. Richie, I said to Richie, what's your, what, tell me what, about your higher power. And he said, my higher power is Magic Johnson. And Magic Johnson? Really? Why Magic Johnson? Because he's great at what he does, and he's always got a smile on his face. Okay. You know, I, I, I choose not to do that, but I, but God bless Richie, may he rest in peace. God bless him, you know, because that's what worked for him. And what works for me is a creative spirit of the universe that is guiding all of us and has time to talk and, and, and interface with me and with anybody who seeks him. Ten minutes. And, thank you. So, you know, uh, you know, I mean, that was the, that's really the, where the rubber meets the road for me. That's the difference between what happened in every diet and even my first time through of Readers Anonymous and what happened my second time, is that I embraced the idea that there's a higher power who can help me if I ask. That's all I have to do. I just have to ask. I don't have to perform some great miracle. I don't have to, you know, uh, join the Peace Corps. You know, I don't have to, you know, contribute all my money. I just have to ask. And I'm graced with the gift of abstinence. Now, is, has every day been easy? No. But, you know, after 12 years, you know, I, the food that I used to have be completely powerless over doesn't bother me at all. I mean, I, I, have a, I have kids. They've got, you know, there's ice cream in the house. There's, there's muffins. There's whatever. It doesn't call me. It doesn't bother me. You know, I was at a party the other night. They served the cake. I looked at the cake. Oh, what nice looking cake. And I walked away. I didn't feel like I needed to eat it. That's a miracle. I couldn't have done that 15 years ago on a $10,000 bed. Couldn't have done it. But I, 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 but I've been gifted. So, 
I, I go through the inventory, clean up my side of the street. My uh, my resentment list uh, uh, had, I think, 168 names on it, so it took a while uh, because I was a pretty resentful guy. I mean, I was a victim, and and I think that that's important. You know, I you know, I, it was everybody else's fault that I didn't blank. Right, I didn't get this job because they didn't like me because I'm fat. This girl wouldn't date me because I didn't. She, I was too fat. You know, uh, these people don't like me. These, this, blah, 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 blah. Everything's because I'm too fat because I'm the victim. That, you know, that relieves me of any personal responsibility, and I got plenty. You know, I got plenty. But if I don't think about it, I don't look at it. So I can talk about my, you know, my inventory and what I've done wrong to people, but it still doesn't really seep into my consciousness as the fact that I'm, I don't have to be the victim. So I do all of this work. I lose this weight. Uh, and, and, uh, and I begin to gain weight back. And, you know, my sponsor who is, you know, who saved my life and is really a wonderful human being and knows more about this program, forgot more about this program than I'll ever know. Uh, you know, for some reason, it was probably my fault. We couldn't really connect about what I needed to do. I'm gaining three pounds, four pounds a month for about three or four months. Uh, and that's all it was, two or three, four pounds a month for, for three or four months. But then I heard somebody talk about eating soberly. And the difference, they thought, they, they said, between abstinence and sober eating is that abstinence is what I don't do. I don't, this list of foods that I don't eat. That's abstaining, right? That's not doing something. But what am I doing around food? And the truth was, I was eating seconds, maybe even thirds. Yeah. You know, cheese, fry, you know, well, you know, bread, you know, I mean, you know, it all adds up. Uh, and so I, you know, created with these gentlemen what we call a sober eating plan. And that sober eating plan tells me how much I eat at each meal and what I, you know, and what I eat at each meal. And if I'm making a change, I have to talk to somebody else about it, because as I hope I've, uh, I've I have said so far in this talk, I can't trust myself. I couldn't trust myself around food. I can't trust my you know, my instinct. My intuition around food is broken. It's always been broken. I was fat as a kid. You know, I was fat before I knew what food was. I don't have the ability to make sane choices by myself around food. They're better now, but they're still, they're, they're, I still can't trust it. So I need to talk to somebody else. So if I'm going to make a change, I don't mean am I going to have chicken or fish tonight or am I going to have, you know, uh, you know, have green beans or salad with my protein. You know, I mean, you know, oh, I, I, I want to add more food. Oh, I want to change the, the way that I eat. In other words, I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner and two snacks, you know, et cetera. Uh, and, and it works. You know, I, I went to the doctor, to the orthopedist, because I'm getting old and I'm, my bones are getting creaky. And the doctor said it wouldn't hurt to lose 20 pounds. So I said that to my sponsor. He said, well, go to a nutritionist and see what a nutritionist has to say. And I did. And, I, and, I, and the nutritionist said, shave some calories. Well, what, what, what is that? What does that mean? It's like, you know, I have sponsees. And I said, what did you eat? And he said, oh, I had some peanuts. I said some peanuts can be two. <coughs> Excuse me. Some peanuts can be two peanuts, or some peanuts can be two pounds of peanuts. You know, and the sober eating has taught me to get specific. I had two and a half ounces of peanuts. That's a measurement that I can abide by. I can't abide by a handful or some. So when she said shave, I talked to my sponsor, and we decided to shave a couple of ounces of protein, 
off of uh, off of one of my meals, and we decided to shave a snack down from you know uh, what it was to a cup of yogurt, uh, and you know, and it took about. A week or two for me to adjust into that because every time in my absence when my sponsor would suggest I give something up, like maybe you shouldn't eat pizza. You know, my first response was F you. And then literally after those words came out of my mouth, the words okay came out of my mouth. So it was F you, okay. Two and minutes I, left. And, and then I would grumble. I would grumble for a week or two until I got used to it. And then I don't grumble anymore. And I don't eat pizza. And I don't eat bread. And, you know, and I don't eat nuts anymore because, you know, uh, I, I can't eat nuts like a gentleman. So all of this adds up to a happiness, a, a joyousness, a freedom around food. I am, uh, you know, I have peace and freedom around my food today. I didn't, you know, I don't, didn't think I would ever get to say that. I have peace and freedom around my food. But to keep that, because, you know, I like to say the person with the most abstinence is the one who got up earliest this morning. You know, to keep that absence on a daily basis, I need to do work. I need to to do book work. I need to work with with sponsees and sponsors, and I and I need to do service. Uh, and you know, I have taken that need to do service to you know maybe a perverse level, uh, because you know I do a lot of service on the on the on the intergroup level and have for quite some time. Uh, but you know what? It keeps me absent. And nobody's you know, really complained too much. So it keeps me abstinent and it keeps me in, in, at peace. And I have long-term relationships with people who I love and care about and maintain. I didn't think that was possible. Uh, you know, I, I, you know I, I just am a happier, saner, you know, healthier human being. And the only reason I can sit here and say that tonight is because of each and every one of you, and I mean that from from Zan, uh, from Zan and, and Carol and Barbara, who has nine thousand years of abstinence, and Jen, who's here for her second meeting. Each of you keep me abstinent today, and have kept me abstinent every day that I've been involved with the program, and I am so 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 grateful to each and every one of you and to all of you as a collective that I really have a loss for words to tell you how grateful I am. But uh, just know that I am and that I love you all and I really appreciate everything you have all done for me, uh, with me, and even to me over the course of the last 12 years. Uh, and uh, I thank you for letting me share and I thank you for 